Well, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. My name's Dave Ryan. I have a book <laughs> by the name Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. And I appreciate you downloading and listening to this podcast. Okay, uh, the days are getting shorter. Today was the first day of daylight savings time, and it got dark super early, and that always freaks me out, and it's been gray and depressing for the last 10 days, and November is the cloudiest month that we have in Minnesota, but I just hate it. I don't like the cloudy, dark, short days. I don't like it getting dark early. Um, I love summer. I love daylight savings time when it stays dark until and when it stays light until almost 10 o'clock at night, and it gets light at 5 o'clock in the morning. I just love it. Um, but it is what it is and we've got to get through it. Uh, we were talking with Kate Radish last week about, you know, what can you do during the winter? What's a good winter time distraction or hobby that you can do indoors, maybe outdoors that can get you through the winter? Um, we had talked about, um, vertical endeavors and indoor rock climbing. Hey, whatever it is, I hope you have something that gets you through the winter. Maybe it's, um, I don't know. You can only watch so much Stranger Things or TV. Hopefully, it's not TV that's going to get you through the winter. But hey, whatever it is, um, good luck um, because here it comes and uh, that's just the way it is. Okay, this is a different podcast this week. Normally, we focus on a chapter of the book and we focus on something from, you know, from life that we've all learned from. And uh, and we love talking about those lessons, and I think that's what the less the podcast is all about is kind of sharing experiences of what can you teach us and what can we teach you, and sharing those experiences that we all learn something from. Well, this one is kind of like that, but it's a little bit different. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you are an Android phone user, um, you're probably not going to like this podcast as much because this podcast is about the Apple iPhone and specifically how I've said for years, good Lord, I wish I could just have five minutes with an Apple expert or an Apple genius bar person and we got it today. I have a friend named Nathan and I said, Nathan, you know so much about uh, Apple and Macs and iPhones and things like that. Uh, so I'm going to come to your house, I said to Nathan, and can we record something where I talk to you about why the iPhone and give me some tips and tricks and things that maybe we don't know. And do we really need to do the iOS update every time it says we need to? And how do we store our freaking pictures on our phones because we run out of space on our phones? And, and even if we don't run out of space, there's so many, it's unmanageable. And we'll have three years of photos and we don't know where they go. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to switch gears in a second here to me. Uh, from earlier this afternoon over at Nathan's house. And shout out to Nathan's wife, Alyssa, for uh, being so kind as to um, go in the other room and work on her work stuff so Nathan and I could um, could record this because she had stuff to do. And I felt a little bit bad saying, hey, um, we're going to need a little bit of quiet to record this. And and she's like, don't worry. I'm going to go in the other room and do some, do some work stuff. So shout out to Alyssa. Here we go. In its entirety... My friend Nathan and I talking about what you can get out of your iPhone. And here we go. Okay, something kind of unusual we're doing for the podcast. I'm over at my friend Nathan's house. Hi, Nathan. Hey, guys. And I've always said, you know, if I could only get five minutes with an Apple expert or an Apple genius, 
I could understand all the stuff on my phone, all these features and things and stuff that I don't know is there. And so Nathan said, well, we should do that. And I'm like, yeah, so here I am. And we've actually just spent the last half an hour going over like, you know, random stuff on my phone, like why this, why this doesn't work and how this doesn't work and blah, blah, blah. So Nathan, first of all, thanks for letting me into, into your home. Welcome. Um, we, my, I want to start off by talking about something that, you know, you're obviously an, an Apple guy right, and you work right. for Apple yep. and I have Apple stuff. I've had an Android phone before, but it's kind of like PC versus Mac. Yeah. The one that you love is the one that you love. And, and they both work well if you know how to use them. Um, and people will swear by, you know, they'll say things like, my Android phone has stuff on it that's been on there for five years and Apple comes out with this stuff and they brag that it's brand new and it's like, what? So why are you an Apple guy? I know it's probably a very long answer. Why are you an Apple guy over an Android guy? And it's not just because you work there. Yeah, right. That helps. Uh, so the reason why I love Apple, um, my very first uh, Apple product was a, a MacBook Pro in 2006 or 2007, um, and I loved it. It was a great you know, computer. I was able to do a bunch of stuff on it I could never do before, and that was before the iPhone was even out. So it was still, uh, you know, still just an Apple computer, but I loved it. You know, it, it was reliable. Um, I never had any issues with it. Um, it was just a really well-built design machine. So that kind of started the, you know, the trend toward Apple. And then when I got my first smartphone, um, I had Verizon and the iPhone was an AT&T exclusive phone for about three, four oh, years. Oh, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. And you had to be on singular or you had to be on AT&T. So I had Verizon. So I was like, well, I can't get an iPhone. So finally, when it uh, came over to Verizon, I was like, all right, I'm making the leap. And since then, like I said, I've just had really good luck with them. Even before I started working at Apple three and a half years ago, um, I never had an issue with it. You know, it's always been super reliable and for for whatever reason it, it just makes sense for me you know the way that they um you know really care about customer privacy customer data like the fbi thing last year like they wouldn't write code to get into this person's phone oh right i remember that it was the terrorists exactly. in california and there's and a lot they, of public pressure for it yeah. because you know that's a terrorist but it also meant that if someone else got a hold of that, they could get into everyone else's phones. Right, and yeah, interesting. It, it almost went uh, to the courts. Well, they ended up being able to unlock it some other way, so they didn't okay. have to. But anyways, all that to say, I, I really appreciate the company's uh, you know, ethics. They're really you know big on the environment. All their stores and all their factories all work on 100% renewable energy. Mm. Um, and like I said, it's just it's a really great company, uh, not only to have products for, um, but also work for it. And everything that I buy with them kind of helps build that experience. You know, like my Apple watch tracks my, uh, my, you know, uh, workouts and it tracks my health. Um, but I can see that on my phone and I can go ahead and I can send a, you know, put a contact on my phone and get it on my Mac. I can create, uh, you know, scenes for my home to, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I can, you know, tell it to turn on everything just by tapping one thing. I can do that on my iPad as well. Everything just kind of, you know, together makes it a really strong ecosystem. And same thing, like I said, it's personal preference. You can do almost everything that you can do on one or the other platforms with the other. It's just a matter of a, if you're invested in that ecosystem and in that platform, which I'm with Apple. Okay, very interesting. So there's there's so many questions we could ask, and you work <laughs> at the Genius Bar. They right. still call the Genius Bar, right? Yep. So what are some of the questions, and, and we could make these really long answers, but but uh, but to, to, in the interest of keeping it a little shorter, <laughs> right. what are some of the things that people come to the Genius Bar with? Not just I cracked my phone, I dropped right. my phone, my phone got liquid damage. Sure. What do people come to you and go, Why well, I, I want help with? So the biggest thing, and this is you know not even just at the Genius Bar, this is friends on a weekly basis, 
email me or text me or you know call me or Facebook me and say, how do I, and then these are the biggest things. The biggest thing is photos and videos. We all have really great cameras with us all the time. Yes. And it's a great thing because you can capture moments that you never would have before. You can, you know, get that perfect selfie. You know, you can basically make or break your memories with the device that you have, which is, which is awesome. However, it's also a problem because you have thousands and thousands of photos and videos. Some of them you want, some of them you don't want. Right, yeah. Take multiple photos of something and you just keep them on your phone. Um, so the biggest thing that, like I said, people ask me is where do I keep them? How do I store them? Um, if I delete them from one device, do they delete off another? Um, for me personally, again, like you said, I'm an Apple guy, so I use iCloud Photo Library. Um, basically, you use your iCloud storage. Um, you get five gigabytes free with an account, but you can upgrade it all the way to two terabytes, which is a ton of space. Um, for So for a couple bucks a year, it syncs all my photos from my phone to iCloud, which means that I can have them on my Mac. I can have them even on my PC. Um, if I had one, I can uh, do it on my iPad. I can make sure that all of my photos, no matter you know when I took them or where I took them, they're safe, they're secure. They're always going to be there for me. So instead of like a cardboard box with all your photos that we had right. a generation ago, <laughs> exactly. you've got a virtual box cardboard in box in the cloud. Exactly. Um, and then you can delete them off your physical phone right. and they're still in the cloud. Right. And if with iCloud Photo Library, if I delete it from one device, it's gone from all my other devices. So you need to be careful if you're going to use that. You can't say, oh, now they're in iCloud. Now I can get rid of them. But there is the option to optimize my phone storage so okay. that way it doesn't take up as much space as it would if they were still all on my phone. Because uh, that's what a lot of people get. I've seen Steve do this a million full. times. Oh my God. He'll be like, Steve, take a video of me and Fallon doing something funny. Exactly. And then he'll be like, oh, I'm going to delete Sorry. a video of Isaac because I don't have any yep. space left. Exactly. So his solution would be to store it in the cloud exactly. and everything. In, in, in 30 seconds, can you explain how to set up? And if you can't, yeah. then maybe that's the right answer. No. Can you tell us how to set up iCloud storage on your phone so you don't get your phone clogged with photos? Definitely. So basically, if you have an iPhone, you can just hop into settings. And then if you're signed in, it'll say your name right at the top. Go ahead and tap that. And then there's different categories. Um, you'll tap iCloud right in the middle. iCloud. Okay. And then right underneath there, it'll say apps using iCloud. Photos, if it's not turned on yet, it'll say off. And then just make sure when you tap on photos, you go into iCloud Photo Library. And if it's toggled on, you'll see that it has the option to either optimize iPhone storage or download and keep originals. Um, our phones nowadays have a lot of storage, so a lot of people don't have to worry about that. The 16 gig phone is no more. Mm, okay. um, so you don't necessarily have to optimize phone storage, but if you do want to, like I said, it'll save space. So you can download more apps and get more you know, text messages, all that. Um, that's the easiest way. That's how you set it up. It's super simple. Once you have it turned on, all of your photos that are either on your phone already or the ones that you take from then on, um, those will be uploaded to iCloud. And then, like I said, you can go and visit them at iCloud.com. You can sign in with your Apple ID. If you have another Apple device, you just do the same thing, go into settings, and then go into iCloud and see if it's turned on. Okay. Um, I think that is a big help for a lot of people because I think that they, they know that there's a way to do it, but they're just not sure. Anything else that we should cover about yeah. saving photos, videos? Well, I was going to say too, a lot of people are like, well, you know, my iCloud says it's full. How do I get more iCloud storage? Yes, yeah. number one thing. Um, iCloud is really there as a convenience. Um, it's, you know, I use it every day. Um, so if you go into that same settings and then tap on your name and then iCloud, at the top you'll see a storage bar and it'll basically show you what's taking up your iCloud storage. So photos or backups or like you can share your iCloud storage with someone else now in iOS 11. So Alyssa is taking up 
my wife's taking up about 23 gigs or so of stuff. Okay. So if I go ahead and tap manage storage, this is where you can select your storage plan. So I have the 200 gig level just because I know that I have a ton of photos. I know that I have a big backup and I have a bunch of other stuff saved um, in iCloud. Uh, but you can use a 50 gig level. It's 99 cents a month for 50 gigs. So it's really affordable. It's 12 bucks a year. What else can you get for 12 right. bucks a year? Right, yeah, wow. That will make sure all of your stuff is always saved, right? Um, the 200 gig level I want to say is three bucks a month. So again, it's not a ton of uh, you know, money. And it's again, it's a convenience. Every night I know my phone is plugged in. It's backing up over Wi-Fi um, and all my stuff is safe. So say, you know, I was in New York a couple weeks ago. All those photos, they're now saved. So if something happens to my phone, say even if I was on my trip, and my phone got stolen. I know all my stuff they're is safe. There. They're uploaded. They're good to go from at least the last day. Okay. Now, here's something I ran into a couple of weeks ago. You know, I was all excited. I got my new iPhone 8. Yep. And I'm like, wow, this is really going to be cool. And and then I realized, <laughs> oh, shoot. I've got to go through the whole backup and get this on. And and, and I was talking right. to Nathan a while ago. Uh, and, and I said, a lot of the stuff just kind of magically automatically showed <laughs> up. Like my contacts yep. did. But not all of my bookmarks did. And mm -hmm. I don't think any of my photos did. So talk a minute about yeah. getting a new phone. Some people put off getting a new phone because right. they don't want to go through the whole whole nightmare. What's, what do we need to know about that? Yeah, so iCloud has two main functions, syncing and backup. So like I said, syncing those photos, that's the easiest example because you take a photo, it gets uploaded, it syncs. Same thing with bookmarks, contacts, reminders, notes, all those things. Um, but if you wanted to make sure you have a, a basically a full device backup, meaning a snapshot of whatever's on my phone at a specific point in time, my text messages, my apps, you know, my app settings, uh, my passwords, all that stuff, that's the other component to iCloud. It'll do a nightly backup whenever it's plugged in, charging, and connected to Wi-Fi for more than an hour. Right? Okay. So, I don't know <laughs> and Alexa just decided to chime in <laughs> on my thermostat. Okay. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, basically, yeah. So every time it's sitting, you know, on my nightstand, plugged in and charging, I know that my phone is backed up. So that means that the next day, hey, I get my new iPhone 10. Guess what? I turn it on, and now there's actually a quick setup. You take your old phone, and you basically have a little uh, orbital you know, uh, cloud on your phone. You point the camera at it, and it'll pair, and then it'll say, oh, it looks like you have an, an older phone that you want to use to set up the new phone. Wow. And it'll say, all right, so let's get your Apple ID. Let's get your password. And then on my iCloud, it'll go ahead and it'll show you, hey, I had a backup last night at 1229 AM when my phone was plugged in for that hour. Now I just put in my password and it downloads everything back to my device, right? Wow, amazing. And it's, like I said, it's totally encrypted. So I know like, you know, my passwords, my health data from my watch, mm -hmm. it's all going to be on there. The other option, if you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to pay that couple bucks a month. That's totally fine. If you have any computer that's running iTunes, so a PC, Mac, uh, you plug in your old phone to that computer, you open up iTunes, and you hit backup iPhone, right? It does a full backup of all that same stuff, but it saves it on your computer versus okay. saving an iCloud. Gotcha. So okay. again, when you're getting that new phone, you turn it on, you get through the couple prompts. It says, where do you want to get your stuff from? Instead of saying restore from iCloud backup, you say you restore from iTunes backup. You click it, you plug in your old your new phone, and you go ahead and you just select the backup that you just just did, and it'll go ahead and it'll just put everything right on there. Isn't it amazing how Nathan's <laughs> making this sound so easy? It's like, just do this, right? Yeah, just just do this, <laughs> right. and then we try that at home, and then it's like, well, wait, a second. wait, that didn't what? Right, exactly. So, I mean, I guess if all else fails, you go down to the Apple Store or come to Nathan's <laughs> house, like I did. He's uh, very friendly, very nice guy. Um, hey, let's talk about. You mentioned Alexa, and I know we're going to talk about that in a while. Yep. I'm going to be honest with you. I bought an Alexa off of Amazon about right. six months ago because yep. I love gadgets. I mm -hmm. love gizmos, and I Definitely. I've set it up. 
and I set it on my kitchen counter and it works perfectly and I realize I've got no use for it whatsoever. <laughs> so why wh why would we get an Alexa? I yeah. don't even use Siri. Once in a while I use Siri. Why? What, yeah. Why so, do you want to use it? The biggest thing, and you can do this with uh, Google Assistant or um, you know Cortana, which is the Microsoft mm -hmm. one. Yep. Um, basically, it's a it's a digital assistant. So it basically can do things for you that uh, you know you would either have to type in manually or that you would have to um, you know go into an app to do. So, for instance, I can say, "Hey Siri," and my phone will start to engage, and I can ask it, "What's the temperature outside?" And it'll go ahead and it'll give me an answer. Um, or I can even say, "Hey Siri." Turn off the lights in the living room. And our lights just turned Whoa, out. Whoa! <laughs> that freaked me out, Nathan. They all just turned out. And I can still say, turn on the lights in the living room. And I'll go ahead and I'll turn them on. Wow. That's okay. okay. So, the living so for you... little uses like that okay. to creep people out, like when my wife's at home and I'm not, and I just say, hey, turn the lights off, that's also fun. <laughs> but it is really useful because I can also set it to, when I leave, to make sure all the lights are turned off. Turn okay. the temperature down. Um, you can also set it so that way when I come home at, after sunset, my lights in the mudroom downstairs turn on and these ones up here. So it's fun. It can be kind of, like I said, you know, just a novelty. Like you said, you kind of play with it. Yeah. You tell me a joke. Yeah. But it can also be really useful. Um, my other part-time or my full-time job is actually with the school district working with special ed students. And a lot of them use Siri and a lot of digital assistants to just get stuff done that they maybe couldn't do. So. Um, you can use it just for fun, or you can use it as a really powerful tool. Because so. it looks like it can be very powerful. Absolutely. That, that leads me to my next question, yeah. which was, I think we talked about this before we started recording, yeah. was do you think that Apple and Google and, and Samsung and, and whoever yeah. keep the geeks in mind <laughs> when they design some of this stuff? They say, well, we got to keep the grandmas <laughs> and the regular people happy with it, keeping, with it being simple. Right. But if we make it too simple and we don't add some geek appeal stuff in there, yeah. so do they do that, you think, on purpose so the geeks will go, this is really cool? <laughs> yeah, well, I was telling Dave, too, I don't read a lot of, like, you know, paper-bound books. Um, I'm just not of that generation, but I really follow a lot of tech websites. There's an app that I have called MacHash, and it basically has a bunch of different websites. Nerd. Yep, I know. <laughs> I don't have my glasses today. They broke, but I would push up my rim. Um, and it basically <laughs> aggregates a bunch of Apple websites that I can just follow all the time. Um, and so I, I do that. I read them a lot. And basically, there are those things that they dig into that are really specific. Um, I'm not a developer, but a lot of app developers are that way. They want, you know, how do I optimize my app for this specific phone, for mm -hmm. this processor? How can I take advantage of the sensors that are in the phone? Okay. Um, you know, you're talking about AR, you know, augmented reality. How can I use that? Um, there's a lot of stuff there. But the beauty, at least that I find, especially in Apple, is that they kind of take all that complicated stuff and they boil it down to the really easy level. If you want to get into those types of things, you absolutely can. Okay. If you don't want to, you can just use it for calling and texting. Um, and the nice thing, again, about Apple is you can go learn. There's workshops uh, or sessions at Apple, as we call them. Um, there's something called Today at Apple. You go to apple.com slash today. You sign up for a, a, a session on, you know, how do I use my phone? How do I take great photos on my phone? Um, how do I use my iPad Pro to sketch? You know, it, there's a ton of different options um there's also some for kids so it's like how do my how do i make a movie with my phone and right I mean, I know, yep. how do i code uh you know a sphero ball the bb8 how do i do that 
they literally every week will have, you know, kids come in and learn how to do that. Um, you can do a field trip with, you know, your organization. You can take Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or, you know, classrooms in there and they can teach, you know, how to get the most out of your product. So there's definitely a learning curve. Uh, you know, if you're coming like my mom, she still has the, you know, the slide out with the physical keyboard. <laughs> I She's love like, those. how can I type on it? Yeah, I'm like, you can do it, but you can learn as, you can be as, you know, geeky or as in-depth or as nerdy as you want, or you can be as basic as you want to. Okay. And I think there's a, there's there's, you know, kind of a balance that you need to reach with that. Uh, I think most companies do pretty well. Um, I there's there's other things that I want to talk about. You had brought up a list of things that we should bring up yeah. because I'm so ignorant that I don't know what are the best <laughs> things to talk about when it comes to your iPhone. Um, I do want to ask you in a little while about some of the you know the hidden features of our phone that we don't know. Sure. And there's always like you know like there's like well what should we use on our phone that we don't know about? We can right. get to that in a little bit. But talk to me about things that you want people to know or that they should know about their phone. Yeah. So biggest things that I get asked um, on a daily, weekly basis uh, from people besides photos and videos and backups um, are how do I keep um, or how do I use the features on my phone to maximize my efficiency? Um, I work two jobs, you know, uh, my wife works, you know, full-time job. We basically, you know, see each other a couple of hours a day at, at most. Right. Just like most people, you're busy. You want to make sure that you're, um, you know, you're maximizing your time, but also you're still staying connected. So for us, we use uh, a lot of features of the phone, like shared calendars, shared reminders lists, shared notes. Um, Alyssa got home as Dave came over and she was unpacking gra- groceries. Well, I had added several things to the grocery list earlier today from my phone and they show up automatically on hers okay little stuff like that that like you know if i hadn't put on there you know we might not have you know you know the nachos this week so you had a you had a shared list you just said oh i want to put nachos on here she's already gone or whatever right i want to make sure i put that on there exactly if you're on your iphone you can just go into the notes app create a new note and then up at the top there's a little person with a plus sign I can go ahead and tap that and I can text a person a link to the note. Um, they don't have to be on an iPhone. They can be uh, on an Android. Because it's be, just a text message. It's just a text message with oh, a link. Oh, wow. Um, and that's in the notes section, the which notes, I actually yeah. use a lot. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing with notes that I really like is that you can go ahead and you can make an actual checklist. So like I was saying, we have our grocery list and there's a little check mark. So you walk and look at that. Look at that. Tap that. And that's just down, again, right at the bottom. Um, you can also mark it up. So I can go ahead and I can create little uh, drawings on my notes. So that way I can go ahead, pull it up here. There we go. So that way I can go ahead and be silly. I can circle with it. Sorry, let me get down there. <laughs> of course, as I'm doing it. Um, yeah, there we go, add sketch. So I can go ahead and I can, like I said, add a little uh, note, a handwritten note if I want to. Um, so that way, or I draw something, if I'm an artist, I'm not an artist, um, then I can have it and I can save it. And now it's just right at the bottom of my note as okay. a little picture. Um, and the best thing, or one of the other features that not a lot of people know about is you can actually lock a note. So say for instance, <laughs> I have my, uh, my note here that I want to make secure and private. There's a little lockup at the top. And if I go ahead and tap that, I can either enter my password or I can use my fingerprint. And then I can go ahead and I can see the information that's there. Okay. So it's not necessarily something salacious. This is payment info for a motorcycle I bought a couple years ago. I was hoping for something salacious. Right. There's Sorry. Nothing, there. nothing no. like that. But, oh, for instance, uh, Equifax got you know breached a couple months ago. Yes. Well, when you go and you freeze your credit, they give you a one-time PIN. So if you lose that PIN, your SOL, your credit score is affected. But that one-time pin is also something that's unique to you, so you don't want to lose it. So I saved it in a note, and I locked the and note. you put a lock on it. Exactly. Okay. So now that I locked it, try and get in. 
Dave, try and get in my Well, Lee, let's see if I, uh, I'm using my thumbprint here, yeah. and I'm trying to view notes. Do you know my password? I don't know your password. Do you, do you have my thumb? I think your password's one, two, three, oh, son four. Son of a, you four. guessed it. It might be password one. Exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's safe, it's secure, and like I said, I know I'll always have it. So um, again, notes is one of those things that a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I use it every now and then. But like I said, it can be really useful uh, with your grocery list. Okay. So, the other thing, um, calendars, you know, we had talked about that before. Yeah, sharing calendars and <laughs> sharing that was a big calendars. issue, yes. So for me, calendars are a big part of my life. Um, I have a lot of them. I have my work ones um, that I share, you know, with my wife so she knows when I'm, you know, scheduled to work. Bills, when those are due so that oh, way wow. you know, I kind of know. Okay. A family calendar just for general, like, hey, you know, we are having uh, dinner with the Johnsons this Friday, whatever. Put it on there. I have my own, and then I also have subscribe calendars. So for all of our uh, sports teams. Oh, okay. I, I didn't, even know was, when, didn't know that was a thing. See okay. when they're all playing. I can you know get uh, an idea of when I uh, want to be home to watch the game. You know, it's it's little stuff like that that just makes stuff a whole lot easier. Okay, so notes, calendars. calendars. We talked about photos. Is there anything else on the phone that's like wow? you really should check into that because that's a game changer. Yeah, so a lot of people ask about passwords. How do I keep all yes, this? Yes, And yeah. I, I liken it to, you used to have to remember everyone's phone number, right? Yeah. Or you had a little book that you had all yes. this in. Nowadays, you have a phone and you don't have to remember you know, contacts. They're all right in there. But passwords are everywhere and they're basically your key into your stuff. Yes. Um, so I use an app called 1Password, the number one and password. Um, one password. password. And it's, okay. it's an app. It's, I believe it's free or it's even a couple bucks. Basically, it presents a lock screen. I can put in my master password or, again, just use my fingerprint. And it brings up all of these things that I have saved in there. The biggest thing is logins to websites. You know, I have my uh, my Amazon account, my Apple ID, okay. which people ask all the time. Uh, but I have credit card logins, so that way I can just look them up. And again, it syncs to my computer, um, so I can pull those up anywhere. I also have uh, software licenses. You know, when you get that key that says, hey, this is your you know, Microsoft Office key. You want to be able to yeah. save that, so yeah. that way if you get a new computer, you can get that you know, Office sure. key. Yeah. You can put that in there. You can even put social security numbers or memberships or drivers license in there. And it's all, of course, safe and secure. And it's all safe and secure, because as soon as I go out, guess what? It asks for my fingerprint again. So again, if, if someone steals my phone, they try and get in, they try and put in something else, it'll go ahead and it'll just lock them out. So okay. again, passwords, a huge thing. Um, and same thing with reminders. I use that as well, because um, you know, if I have to ask for time off for something six months ahead of time, I'm never going to remember. If I have a dentist appointment that I need to ask off for, well, I should put that in my reminders. And I use location-based reminders a ton. So say, hey Siri, remind me to pick up milk when I leave work. And it'll go ahead. And it'll make that reminder for me. For Nathan Larson? Since wow. I have it in my so contact. when it senses you leaving work. work. Exactly. It'll wow. say, all right, you said you wanted me to remind you. So again, That's things like crazy. that. Or, hey, when I get home, remind me to throw laundry in the dryer. Because you always forget to do that, right? Or, the, you know, someone puts it in and then they forget about it. Hey, Siri, set a timer for this. And it'll go ahead and it'll do it. So again, I use that a ton. Um, and it's just, it's one of those things that makes my life easier. It's not groundbreaking. It's not like it's, you know, a, a brand new feature, but it's just, it's super simple and it's super helpful. Okay. So let's go because I want to try that. So I want to say when I leave work tomorrow, remind me to pick up, you know, ABC. Exactly. So where do I, is that in notes or where was that? Yeah. So that uses the reminders app. So okay. now when I go into reminders, it'll go ahead and it'll show up right at the bottom. Reminder. There's milk. an app in the phone called reminders. Yep. And now it says pick up milk, leaving Nathan Larson's work. So it'll use the location services yep. for that one. And it uses my contact card. So if my contact card has my work uh, address on it, it'll go ahead and it'll show it. So go up to me. It's my friend, Danielle. 
go up there and there's my contact card. It has my phone number, my home email, my work email, and then also my contact has my home address, wow. my work address. Wow. Uh, since I have two jobs, it asked me. You saw it. it said, well, which work address would you like? Wow. So like I said, if you have that all set up, it all works really well. I can just tell my phone as I'm you know, leaving work and I don't want to fumble with my phone, yeah. I can just tell it, hey, remind me to do this when I get home. So while you might not have caught that, because that was a little <laughs> bit, that one went pretty that fast to me. Deep. But I think the thing is, is that there's a lot of things on your phone Absolutely. that, um, that you know, obviously we know that, that you can use if you take the time to learn them. Let me ask you about this one, because our phone will do something like, hey, update to the new iOS right. and, and you hit ignore <laughs> yep. or you hit remind me later. Yep. Um, do, I mean, should we wait? Right. I mean, should we wait till our friends say, yeah, that one sucked or right. I mean, what talk to me about the, the updating on your iOS. On yeah. Your Great question. And I, again, that's one I get a ton. Um, I always say you are more than welcome to update, but no one's going to force you to. Um, the reason why I update, besides the fact that I'm a nerd and I want to mm -hmm. you know, see the new mm -hmm. features and kind of try it out, um, and then give feedback to Apple to tell them, hey, I found this bug and I do this. The reason why I do it is because they are always putting out performance improvements, especially for the latest handsets, meaning their most current phones. Um, so if you have an older phone, again, you may want to hold off a little bit. Um, and then they also do a lot of uh, bug fixes and uh, security patches. So okay. there was a, um, uh, an issue a couple weeks ago where there's a security researcher, they found uh, basically a, a, a bug that can cause your Wi-Fi uh, network and passwords and communications to be encrypted, um, but someone can intercept them. So Apple got this information, a couple days later they put out a patch. That's why you get so many of those and it pops okay. up every week. So it's kind of an annoyance, but if you keep up on them, um, they usually go really well. The one thing I will say is that you should always do your updates after you do a backup because whenever, like I, like I was telling Dave before, whenever you're moving a lot of pieces of information around, yeah. when you're doing an update, there's always a chance that something could happen. Software is not perfect by any means. It's gotten a lot better. But if you don't have a backup, you're basically just saying, I don't care about my stuff. It's, I don't okay. care if I lose all my stuff. And when you do those software updates, generally they go fine. They go perfectly. You don't have to worry about it. But there is those couple of times where something happens. Well, I can just go back to what I had you know, yesterday, last night, and it's not a big deal as long as I have a backup. Last question on the backup. How, and you probably covered this earlier, but in case I forgot or missed it, yeah. how do you know that I've got a current backup? How could I pick up my phone right now yep. and know that I've got a current backup so now if I want to run down to the Verizon store sure. and get a new phone, I know that I don't have three weeks ago's backup. I've got today's backup. So on an iPhone, if you go into settings, settings. and you go and tap your name at the top. Tap your name at the top. If you're signed into iCloud, it'll go ahead and it'll have that account listed. So if I tap iCloud, iCloud, uh -huh. and then go down to where it says iCloud backup. iCloud backup. My last successful backup was at 5.45 a.m. Oh, it tells you. There it is, yep. 5.45 a.m. And okay. I can tap backup now if I want it to do it again. So like I you see. said, it's three weeks since my last one. Maybe I've been on vacation. The hotel Wi-Fi wasn't good. Okay. It didn't do a backup. I can tap backup now, and it'll go ahead and it'll start finding every little thing that I've changed on my phone since 5.45 a.m., and it'll go ahead and it'll take it all, upload it to iCloud. Now, since it hasn't been that long, it probably won't take that long. Okay. Um, but if it's been a couple of weeks or a month or even I've seen people a couple of years, you know, you haven't backed up since you got yeah, your last phone. wow. It can take a while. Um, and so, like I said, you got to make sure you have enough iCloud storage. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have enough, we talked about how to, you can upgrade that. Yep. Um, but if you, you know, have enough storage, if you have Wi-Fi that's reliable, you can back up your phone anytime. 
Um, the other, only other way to do it, at least for an iPhone, is to, uh, to do a whole backup, is to use iTunes, okay. which is on a computer. So you'd have to go um, either on a Windows PC or a Mac, go into iTunes, and then plug in your iPhone and hit backup. And it'll just take everything instead of storing it in iCloud, put it into a file on your computer, and then you can go ahead and use that, uh, like you said, go to Verizon or pick up your phone or get it shipped to you, plug it in, and just restore from your backup. Okay. Nathan, uh, two questions. Have we covered everything? I mean, we haven't covered everything, but we covered everything that you think we should cover today. I think so, yeah. I think that was all I had. <laughs> what if somebody is like, I mean, is the best step, you know, either find your friend who's who knows about this stuff, <laughs> that or help. if you're lost, then and it's not an ad for Apple, but yeah. then just go down to the Apple Genius Bar and well, go to the yeah. store and they'll help you out. I would say go to a Genius Bar. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you don't live in a place with an Apple store, um, there's still plenty of them out there in North Dakota, South Dakota. They don't have one. Um, go to your Best Buy. Um, they, oh, really? They okay. have Geek Squad agents. Uh, okay. I used to work for the Geek Squad, um, and they, they're phenomenal. They will help you out a ton. Um, Otherwise, you can always call Apple, 1-800-APL-CARE, um, and they'll also take any questions just like um, Dave was asking. Um, you can you know, remote you know, have them take I didn't know about that. Right? I didn't yep, know absolutely. you could call 1-800-APL-CARE. Yep, absolutely. I, I, I always thought you, know, you, you go online, <laughs> one of these websites, it's like, how yep. do I reset my iPhone? And then yep. it's like you go on to, and it's like best answer. And then right. there's like 15 different answers, yep. and nobody quite agrees on what it is, so there is actual place <laughs> you can go to. 24-7, you can go ahead and give them a call. Um, you can chat them if you don't like if you're antisocial and don't want to yeah, talk yeah. to them. I know I like that uh, option sometimes. You can chat with them. Um, you can have them call you at a specific time. So that way you're like, yeah, you know, I don't want to deal with it now. Oh, I want really? to call tomorrow at 12 p.m. Boom, you'll have someone call your phone within 10 or, fe- 10 or 15 minutes from that time. So That's crazy. There's always someone there to help you. Um, and obviously, like I said, if you don't have an iPhone, if you don't have anything Apple, there's you know support from uh, those other companies as well. But um, like I said, it, just, it, it helps a ton when you feel like you're drowning, you don't know what to do. You've you know hit your head against the wall for a couple hours. You got your your friend Todd who says he knows a lot. And <laughs> Todd, God love him, but he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. You can go ahead and you can say that's okay, Todd. Oh, Todd. I'll, I'll ask you. Know, I'll ask someone else, and uh, your someone else is Apple uh, or Apple support. So definitely. Um, otherwise, come see come see me at the Genius Bar at uh, Apple Ridgedale. At Ridgedale, okay. Yeah, ask for Nathan. Uh, Nathan, this has been probably the geekiest, but one of the more <laughs> valuable podcasts that I've yeah. done so far. Um, I think next week we'll get back to things like loaning your relatives money yeah. and whether it's a good idea to start smoking or not. Yes, it is, by the way. Uh, it gives you something to do with your hands. So, Nathan, thank you very much. Cool. We appreciate it. Yes, definitely. Thanks for yes. having me. And that's it. And I hope you got something out of that. I know I really did. Um, I learned a lot about it. And um, I might even go back and listen to this again a couple of times just to get some of the things that Nathan taught me. And like he said, if you can't figure it all out, I didn't know that there is a phone number to call Apple and that they will help you. And you go to the Genius, uh, the, the Apple store anytime for help too. So, hey, listen, is our phone our most important thing in our life? Eh, actually, yes, it is. Because you remember me talking about a couple of months ago um, that uh, Kyle, the owner of Cell Phone Repair, told me that there's a, a study that said people would rather get rid of their car than to get rid of their cell phone. Can you imagine? I mean, I wouldn't be able to get to work. But my cell phone sure would be a bitch to get rid of. I guess I could still do everything on my computer, though. So anyway, thank you for listening. If you have an idea for a podcast, something you want to share, a couple of things to get, a couple of ways to get a hold of me. Send me an email to Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Check out our Facebook page at Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything. Or you can call us and leave a voicemail, too, at 612-405-9359. That's 612-405-9359. Hey, 
thanks for listening to the podcast and check out the book too on Kindle or on Amazon. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. We'll see you next week. Thank you.